know, I think that at times we take life for granted, you know, we don't really appreciate life in the aspect that it is. And for a lot of people, that can be a struggle that they deal with throughout life. And I find myself thinking about this so much, having this girl, man. Like, y'all don't understand legacies. It's so much that I want for my daughter. Like, And it's crazy because, you know, people be like, unconditional love. And when you think about it, it sounds nice. But that unconditional love is scary, yo. Like, I love this little girl to death, right? Haven't met her. None of that. Don't. And I'm willing to go to jail for her. I'm willing to fight the world. I'm as afraid as I am of dying. And all the horrible ways you can die, I'd die a million deaths if it meant that my baby could have the life that she wants, that she's educated, that she has a good head on her shoulders, that I did my part as a black male father raising a black African-American queen. You know, I feel like that's a lot of responsibility. And I'm glad that I don't have to do it by myself, you know. I sit here and I think about, like, Bro, what's going to happen if something happens to my daughter? Or, you know, and as a parent, as becoming a parent, you know, that's something that you think about, especially with the world being so crazy. Like a nine-year-old girl got pepper sprayed, but you're able to storm the Capitol, you know? It's things like that that make me sit back and think like, damn, you know, I want her to have the best life possible. So that's why I'm up grinding. That's why I don't sleep because I have to, like, failure is not an option, right? I remember there was times when, you know, out there in life and I'm grown, graduated, that I was up there scraping quarters out the car to go eat. Like, I want to make sure my daughter doesn't have to have that. Like, there's a lot of things that I experienced in life that I don't want my daughter to go through. I don't want anybody, my kids at least, to go through some of the things that I went through. I want better for them. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to set up. I'm going to set myself up. I'm going to set them up so they can do better than me. Like, my whole goal in life is to make sure that this little girl lives better than I did. And not to say that I left lived badly, but I want this girl to have every opportunity, you know. I want her to have her needs and her wants. I want her to have her cake and be able to eat it, too. I want her to understand that daddy loves her unconditionally no matter what that she does, no matter how she acts, no matter what she's like. She could be a mass murderer for all I care. I'm still going to love that girl unconditionally sit there and lie to the face yes your honor my daughter did not do it but sir we got her on camera is that not your daughter she looks like she could be my daughter but that's not my daughter i can't say for sure you know and i don't trust cameras you know i'll <laughs> i'll sit there and lie for this girl man and I, you know you sit and you think that how could you love somebody so much like i put two knives to the president's head to make sure my daughter see 18 and I, look, I'll storm the Capitol if it meant that my daughter wouldn't have to go through some of the things that I faced in life. And, you know, it, it's going to be so hard. You know, I got to explain to her that, hey, you got to work twice as hard because you're not a man. Then you have to work three times as hard because you're a black woman. Like, the world is against you already. The world doesn't, they love you, but they don't love you. Like, outside of these four walls, baby, like, the world is going to treat you anyway. Like, how do you prepare somebody for that, you know? I sit here and I stress myself out because how do you prepare to tell somebody that the beauty that they can, that is in the world is hard to find because there's so much ugly in front of it, you know? And I sit here and I wonder what kind of parent I'm going to be, what kind of parent my daughter's going to need because people always ask me, they'd be like, oh, Adrian, what kind of parent do you want to be? Simple question. Easiest answer ever. I want to be the type of 
father the type of parent that my daughter needs. See, there's a difference in the type of parenting that I want to be because I was raised a certain way. I have certain beliefs. But at the end of the day, I want to put the best parenting skills that I have to make sure I'm what my daughter needs. Maybe she doesn't need, you know, the parent at certain times. Maybe she needs the the guidance counselor, the the motivator. You know, I want to be able to switch it off. I don't want my child. Basically, what I'm saying is I don't want my child to feel like she can't come to me to talk about anything that's going on in her life. And understand my daughter will know that grownups can be wrong because I will apologize to my daughter. Hey, if something's wrong, I was wrong. Daddy was wrong. Can you forgive me? I think that's so important, especially in the black community. I can't speak on other communities because I'm not a part of other communities. But in, in my community, we have to stop having this toxic behavior from our kids passing on to our kids from what our parents did to us. You know, I hear a lot of people talking about how they grew up and then I see them treating their kids the same way. Like, you got to be different. You got to break that curse. The only way that's going to change is with you. And when you love somebody, you don't want to see them hurt. You don't want to see nothing bad happen to them. Like, having a baby already, I feel like, for me, having a baby already enhanced who I was. Now I got somebody that unconditionally, no matter what, I can shower with love and affection. That is going to love me regardless of the flaws that I might have. They're going to put me on this pedestal. I'm not saying that I want to be on a pedestal because I don't. I hate being on a pedestal. But they're going to put me on this pedestal. They're going to love me. They're, you know, and, and that's something, that's a responsibility. That's a responsibility that you have to take seriously. Like, understand, I'm going to be my first, I want to be my daughter's first look at how a man is supposed to act, how a man is supposed to treat. Like, she's always going to be watching me, you know, and to know that somebody's watching you, learning from you, why don't you want to be your best? Like, I'll work 72 hours a day if it meant that my daughter could have the things that she needs. But understand, I take time for that vacation to spend time at family time because as much as I want to to work until you know have everything provided what's the point of having this house if she never sees me in it with her you get what I'm saying like what's the point of being able to send her across the world and travel if I'm not doing it with her you know and every time you see shows and movies it's always that dad that works hard because he you know and I don't want to be that I want my daughter to have me in the full capacity and, you know, you sit here and you think, and as I come up with these business plans, as I come up, you know, with the LLC and trying to get how I want my businesses to run, even podcasting, you know, podcasting, and I really feel bad, you guys, because y'all are really taking a hit. Like, I'm one year in, my podcast should be further along and better than what it is, but I have so many things that I'm trying to do and accomplish. And I shouldn't put y'all on the back burner, but it's it's, it's coming because I'm getting more organized. And I know that was the promise throughout last year. You know, I'm going to get better. I'm going to get better. But for y'all that are still listening and understanding, thank you for bearing with me. Because when I get it, we're going to the moon. Um, But I think that, you know, as I sit here at 2.47 in the morning, my mind is just racing, you know. And that's why I like podcasting. I like being able to get this off my chest. And I may not necessarily even be able to tell people face to face but you know when they listen or they tap in or they tune in and they listen then they'd be like okay I understand you know I see it I think that in life you have choices to make you know I think the strongest forces that play on you are your faith your beliefs 
and love, the three most powerful things in the world. I don't care about what weapon or none of that because your beliefs drive you. And if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. Love, love will have you doing crazy things, man. And I, it's those lessons that I want to teach you. Like loyalty used to get me in so much trouble in school, man. I was loyal to a T, man. I'm talking about you, my homeboy, you finna get into a fight, we fighting, you know? Like, bro, like, the people that knew me from first grade to, like, middle school, man, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry that y'all met that person. And then even in my adult life, from ninth grade to, like, if you knew me from ninth grade to about 23, 24, I apologize. I've changed so much in life because I've always been in changing circumstances like whether I put myself there or I was forced there I always was some way I was always battling the world you know and one day I woke up and I was like I gotta stop battling the world I gotta I, I know how the world works I gotta make it work for me and now I gotta make the world work for my daughter and that passion like I lay my life down for this girl and it's scary because this feeling that I felt, I've never felt before. I've never felt the love so strong, especially about somebody I haven't met. And it's just like to know that this human is going to depend on me and that the only thing she's going to learn is what she's taught. And it's crazy because all these lessons, these whole podcasts, all these things that I try to teach you, I will definitely want to teach my daughter. And it's just like, how? How can... One person as imperfect as me, with all the flaws and all the cracks in my armor, how can I go and be better for her? Not only for her, but myself, because at the end of the day, I have to do it for me so I can do it for her. And, like, that's what I tell y'all, like, the love is so strong. Like, I want her to understand that how powerful she can be because she made me, from the time I found out, made me go to war with myself, like, I'm talking about I'm in the trenches every day trying to better myself, facing demons that I've been should have faced, you know, dealing with emotional problems that I've been should have faced or should have got over and should have took the time to deal with. That's what I want my daughter to understand. Like, you deal with things how you deal with them, but understand you got to deal with them in a productive way. Please don't ever feel like you have to lock your feelings up because there's you life moves on or life has to keep going or you can't stop to take time because you must t stop and take time. You have to stop and take time for yourself. You know, you have to better yourself. You have to take a break. You have to be able to pull back a little bit. Like we cannot get so focused in life that we forget to take care of ourselves. The way that we love other people is the way that we should love ourselves. The way that I could go out here and I could work hard and grind hard for my daughter to make sure that I can provide for her is the same way I should be doing it for myself. Because at the end of the day, I have to do it for self because you're going to do what she wants to do. She's going to do what she wants to do. Everybody's always going to look out for self at the end of the day. Once they realize that the risk is not worth the reward, everybody's going to put self first. Understand, though, that when you love somebody unconditionally, you want nothing but the best for them and you help them reach that potential any way you can. So I thank her for I thank God for her because she's been the biggest blessing this past year into my life. And we're down to 10 months, 10 weeks. 
So she'll be coming soon, man. And I'm so excited and I'm so unprepared, but I'm so ready. Like I'm so ready to love this little girl the right way. Love her in all her love languages. I'm ready to teach her about being free and open and understanding and mindful. It takes a village to raise a kid and my baby is surrounded by a village, man. I understand when I tell you I got some go-getters ready. Like she's going to be okay. It's me that I'm worried about because I'm scared to raise a kid in the world that we live in, the society that we live in, where my love may not be enough to protect her or, or, or nourish her, or she may feel alone because the world is telling her that she's alone. And, you know, people are misguided every day. And that's why I just pray over her. I pray over her mom. I pray over everybody that comes in contact with her, like that they leave their best parts with her, you know, because losing her, even, you know, people always talk about some people change and this, that, and the third, but people don't change. People adapt to the life that they have around them. And, you know, you have to be strong in your, your, your fortitude and the foundation that you build, because if that foundation is weak, nothing will ever stand, you know, don't, don't build for the future that you want, you know, don't sit here and let life pass you by because you're not, a, you're, you're not going to love yourself unconditionally. Like you have to love yourself unconditionally the same way you love your best friend, your God babies, your nieces and nephews and how you would do anything for them and how you invest so much into them. Investment in yourself, invest in yourself. Like, unconditional love is such a beautiful thing and I didn't have it myself and I apologize to those people that I came in contact with that loved me when I couldn't love myself because I could never give you the love that you deserve see and that's the thing about unconditional love when you love somebody unconditionally you sit through some things you do some things you bend over and do some things you you know, you move heaven and earth, you drain the oceans of water, you do whatever you can to make sure that this person is successful and have the keys and all that. But if they don't love themselves, you will never, they will never appreciate what you've done. And as they come out and they start to love themselves and they start to cherish themselves a little bit more, they start making time for themselves. Like, don't ask somebody to take you out on a date if you can't take yourself out on a date. If you can't sit in a restaurant and enjoy quality time by yourself, then you don't belong to be in somebody else's presence out on a date. Sometimes you have to make you happy before you can have somebody else come in and enhance your happiness because it's not their job to keep you happy. It is your job. That is self-care and self-love. If you like partying, then you go party. You do what you do regardless of what they say about you because see that's unconditional love and when you have that unconditional love the world opens up for you like there's stuff that you stop taking like there's the disrespect that you stop taking you start moving pieces around you start turning the pawns and the kings and queens see when you love yourself it glows like a light you start to glow different you start to show different see people will never understand where you've been they only understand where you at and where you're trying to go and at that point in time you have to make the decision to to yourself and to your dreams and to your reality and to whoever is in your life and whoever's depending on you to be there for you because you are important at some point no matter how low in life you get somebody needs you to be around because you are a blessing to them whether you know it or not but if you can't see it yourself because you don't love yourself life gets a whole lot harder and you the love that you have 
has to supersede everything. Okay, you have to set standards and rules and regulations, and you have to regulate and stand by those rules. You can't fall down to the wayside because if you don't fall for something, you if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And a lot of us have been falling lately. Understand, like this podcast started out about the unconditional love of my daughter, but I'm gonna turn it around and we're gonna talk about unconditional love for everybody because when you love yourself. Man, it is it's amazing what you can do. A little investment in yourself, accomplish one task daily, it's crazy what you can do. And understand that your life is your life and you can't let anybody else write it for you. I hate when people try to dictate their lives based on other people's opinions like they don't have their own life to live. Understand when you love yourself, there's nothing that you won't do for you, okay? Understand like, my marketing manager says she she's in this shit. She's trying to get it out the mud, bro. Surround yourself with people like that. Surround yourself with people like my ambassadors who have their own things going on. We got hoopers. I got hoopers. I got a makeup artist. I got a, someone that does hair. I got a rapper. Like, bro, surround yourself with people that want to elevate in their fields, and then you help them, and they help you. You push. That's called a power circle. When you have a power circle of people, and I'm going to tell you where a power circle comes from. People be like, oh, it's a bunch of go-getters. It's a bunch of this. It's a bunch of that. But that's not even the case. That's not the case. I'm here to tell you right now. You want to know where a power circle comes from? <laughs> A power circle comes from a group of people that love themselves so much that they are investing in themselves every day they wake up. Every breath they take is about furthering themselves, perfecting their craft. They might not be where they at, but guess what? They planning to get there. That's where a power circle comes from. When you can sit there and you can motivate other people to help them reach their dreams and they pour back into you, when you pour into somebody, when you water their roots and they start to grow and they start to, bro, be proud of that. Be a gardener into your people's lives. See, a lot of people like gardeners. You know what they are? They pests. They termites. They see your garden, and then they walk into your garden, and they, they bask in your roses. They they put weeds in your, your garden. You know, they start draining the life out of you, so the leaves start falling. You start crying. Life gets a little harder. You want to know why? Because you have termites around. You have pests. You got them little roaches, rabbits, whatever. Is a gar- I'm not a gardener, but I like the analogy, right? Understand you have to tend to your garden. You have to make sure. And then when you can't tend to your garden, you got to make sure you got some gardeners, some co-workers that's going to help tend to your garden, whatever you want to call them. Make sure that your garden is always kept. Sometimes you got to weed out the weeds. It's okay. It's work. Life, everything you do in life is a job. And my thing is you can't go on somebody else's job and work harder for them than you do for yourself. I don't care what it is. I don't care if you a bag boy, bad girl at Publix. Don't ever work harder for Publix than you willing to work for yourself. Because today or tomorrow, you leave, you die, Publix is going to find somebody to put right in your spot. Don't ever work harder for somebody else than you work for yourself. Because guess what? It comes with the territory. People see you working and blessings start to open up. Don't be afraid to pass it on. See, the thing about unconditional love is once you have it for yourself, you never run out of it. It's not something that runs on empty. It's not something because guess what? The more you love yourself and the more unconditional it gets, the more it just goes. It it fills up on its own. See, I have friends that are religious and I have friends that aren't religious. And people be like, oh, my religious friends be like, you shouldn't really hang out with them because you know, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, bro. I don't care what y'all talking about. That's y'all beliefs. They believe what they want to believe. But guess what? 
Everybody in my life is in my life for a reason, right? Because of who I am. They're either to remind me that I can't go back to where I was going or they're motivating me to go further than I have before. And understand, like, you have to find a balance for your life, right? Because if not, you'll be lost. And the thing about being lost is that it sucks because you're lost. And sometimes we don't even know that we lost. Sometimes we be sitting in a headspace where we be like, I know it's something we, I'm supposed to be doing. I could be doing. Let me do it. But I don't know what it is. And that's when you got to go soul searching. That's when you got to dig deep. That's when you got to get in there and you got to think, all right, this is where I'm at. And this is where I want to go. How do I get there? And a lot of people, let me tell you where a lot of people fuck up at. A lot of people fuck up because they think success is a straight line. No, it's curves. It's, if you were to look at success on a board, it'd be so many side tracks and detours because that's life. That's life. Life is me. Life is here to distract you from your dreams. Uh, okay, people think that life is supposed to be easy and all this. No, life is supposed to be a wake-up call. Life is supposed to test you in ways that you thought you never could be tested. And what makes it so special is that once you get past that, once you get past that, you have a higher sense. Like, you become a higher self. And that that alone is beautiful because now you've elevated yourself and people will see the elevation you know in my ambassadors group chat i try to send out every morning a positive message you know and it's only because sometimes people need that like they may not always respond and they may not always you know acknowledge but you never know you've read it so somewhere in your mind you might think two weeks down the road damn Adrian did say something, and I, I really needed that. I didn't need it then, but I need it now. And that's what it's about. It's about being prepared. It's about planting that seed. And once you plant that seed, you got to continue to water. You got to continue to take care of it. You got to make sure it gets the right amount of sunlight. Make sure it's getting the right amount of food. You have to care for it, okay? Your friends are your babies. You are the baby. See, my daughter is so powerful already. She made me realize a lot about myself and the way I work and the life that I want and, and how I used to live and what, what changes I should have made a long time ago. Man, that's power. That's something that she can go out there and change the world because if she could do it to me, she could do it for somebody else. And the same way she did it for me, somebody can do it for you. Don't be afraid to step out on faith. Like like the people say, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Take all of them. Shoot, shoot the lights out. I don't care if you miss a million times. You might make that a million and one that makes it all worth it. Man, listen, I haven't failed a thousand times. I found a thousand ways that didn't work. You got to keep that mentality. You have to build upon that because nobody's going to go harder for you than you. Okay? No matter how hard people go. And trust me, I got some people that will go hard for me. I got some people that will go to jail for me. I got people that will commit murder for me. But they'll never go as hard as how hard I can go for myself. Because, see, if I'm not willing to commit murder for me, if I'm not willing to go some sleepless nights, if I'm not willing to starve to make sure I get to where I can go or other circumstances, then I'm not going hard enough. If it doesn't pain you to fail, you're not going hard enough. If it doesn't hurt you to have days where you're not productive in some way, shape, or form, you're not going hard enough. If you got a business and you're not sitting there trying to perfect your craft, not only are you not going hard enough, you don't love yourself because you're not even willing to invest in yourself. How can we expect people to invest in us if we can't invest in ourselves? How can we expect people to love us if we can't love ourselves? How can we expect to pass on unconditional love if we don't have it for ourselves? See, understand, you can't tell somebody to chase their dreams if you're not chasing 
and yours because you're a hypocrite. See, double standards come into play when we give that good and friendly advice like I'm giving to y'all right now, but I don't live it in my own life. See, that's called double standards. That's called not practicing what you preach. And guess what? If everybody practiced what they preach, I wouldn't have to podcast because everybody would be on the same page. Everybody would have that go-getter mentality. Everybody would know how to deal with their problems. Everybody would see that everybody's not perfect, but we don't see that because we want to see people for their flaws because we've been hurt. But guess what? You surpass all of that when you love yourself because then you see, hey, I know you weren't perfect back then, but see, I see something in you and I I, I can't give up on you because I need you to survive. I need you to become better. I need you to elevate and reach your potential. You may not reach it with me and I may have to love you from a distance. I might, but guess what? I still there. I still look. See, people, I tell people all the time, bro, I don't have time to beef with nobody because I wake up and I beef with myself every day. I'm at war with myself every day. I don't have time to go beef and hate on the next nigga. No, bro, do your thing. Do your thing. I'm proud of you. I pray for everybody I thought was an enemy, considered an enemy, or whoever considered me an enemy. I pray, started praying for them two years ago. Because I woke up and said, I have to be better. I can't carry on these burdens of people that might not even give a fuck about me no more. I, I have to let that go. I have to grow and prosper because I'm holding myself back. See, I'm trying to fly and I got too much weight on me. So I had to shake some shit off. You understand? Like, you you have to take the next step yourself. And that first step is definitely the hardest because you don't know what's after that. Because, see, we got so comfortable standing on this low step in our life that we're afraid to go higher. We're afraid to, to reach. And then when we start reaching, we're we afraid to get knocked back down. But guess what? Every time you get knocked down a few steps, you take them next steps back. Because guess what? You already been there. You already know. See, we get so afraid. We get so sidetracked. We get so discouraged that we stop fighting. And we can't stop fighting. That That's a no bueno. That is no good. We cannot stop fighting. We cannot stop dreaming in ourselves. Every day you wake up is another chance to do better. Every day, every day is a gift because you, some people ain't waking up. Some people not waking up today. And some people going to leave the house and not make it home. And that is the inevitable fact of life. At some point, no matter what you believe happens after you die, you die. You die. And at that point, how... How would you live? Because, see, I used to just exist. I used to just go through the motions. I wasn't really living life. I had moments where I lived life. But I want to live life 24-7. I want to become better 24-7. I want to build, grow, and maintain a level of excellence that even after I'm gone, changes the world. See, me and my homeboy, Derek, we've been talking. We got these great ideas, man. And I'm so excited to see which ones come and solidify themselves in the world. And the biggest conversation we have is about where we're moving. And we've decided on a place. We said, hey, we're going to move over here, right? We're going to get everything we want started over here. And now I'm battling with myself because how can I leave my city? My city. Jacksonville, Florida, how can I leave my city when my city is in shambles? My city, the city that I was born and raised in. There's some people that didn't make it, that didn't graduate. I had 
man, when I was growing up, it was a crazy time. Neighborhoods were beefing. People were dying. You couldn't go to school without seeing somebody from a different neighborhood and wanting to fight them just because of where they stayed at. And everybody has that story. But see, the difference is people in my city move out. They leave. They go to Atlanta. They go to Miami. They go to Tampa. They go wherever the fuck they go. They go. And they don't come back and pour back into the city. See, that's why the city's dying to me. The Jaguars suck. There's nothing to do here. We're the biggest city land-wise in the United States. And you come to Jacksonville, and this is where dreams come to die. And I want better for my city. Everything that I do is not only to set up my child for an amazing future, but to make sure that my city is taken care of, to make sure that people that don't have the, the guidance or the, the the proper protocols or the or that friend or that that neighborhood that program that's keep them off the streets and out of jail i want to put that back in my city see we got a man the owner of jaguars named shah khan and he's doing great things but all this money that he's investing i feel like he's investing in the wrong spot but guess what it's not my job to tell him what to do with his money and how he sees fit because that's his dream and his vision i think it's misguided and some of it is misplaced but you know what? I'm not going to come to him with a problem if I can't offer a solution. So you know what? Hey, I'm going to show you. I'm going to get it out the mud because you weren't born and raised in the city. You can't go harder for this city than me. Because to me, that's a slap in the face. All these people talk about how Jacksonville ain't shit and how people ain't this and how people want to come need to come together, bro. Let's do it then. Make them stand on it. Make people stand on what they say. See, that's another level of self-love. That's another self-service. That's another act of kindness. That's another way to treat people how they treat. Like, all the time, people be like, I wish I could treat people how they treat me. You can. You can. You absolutely can. And I'm going to tell you how to do it. Because people be like, my heart ain't in it. I have a heart of gold. I promise you I do. I try to do what's best for everybody and myself. And that's why I go to war with myself every time. Because my mind and my heart are on different pages almost all the time. But let me tell you. Let me tell you a secret. You want to treat people how they treat you? Make them stand on it. They say they don't give a fuck about you? Okay, stand on it. Don't come back. Don't come walk, walking through the door. Nah, remember what you said? Stand on that. When they break up or y'all break up or y'all stop messing with each other or whatever, friends, family, sister, cousin, uncles, nephew, nieces, boo-boo, Ray-Ray pooking them from down the street. Yeah, a whole lot of, whole lot of. Make them stand on it. Oh, you love me? Stand on it. Show me. Show me. Make them stand on it. Because when you bend and you, no, no matter like how bad you bring, eventually you're going to break. You have to stay attached to you. You have to put you forward. Like, hey, be like, let them know what it is. Like, don't be afraid to tell people. And I see women say all the time, right? Women say all the time. And this is a message that I passed to my daughter. Be careful what you ask for, right? Because a lot of women be like, oh, if you just want to do this, let me know so I can. Okay, cool. A lot of times I pretend the way laws of attraction work is I'm not walking up to you because I don't know nothing about your mind. You look good to me. Right? But ladies, let me let me drop some knowledge on you. Let me tell you how you flip that. 
right? They'd be like, oh, I just want to do this, this, and this, right? That's not what I'm looking for. Cut it short. Y'all, see, the thing is, I think the generation of men is dwindling because there's not men taking account for men. We, we as men are not holding each other accountable. And you know what that does? That means we don't love ourselves. That means we don't love our daughters. See, I talk to my guy friends a lot. More now, no more now, less about how to treat women because I have a daughter. And I want them to teach somebody so somebody can teach somebody else, right? Because it takes a village. And I don't want your son to be who I was and run across my daughter because I'm going to lose all understanding behind my child. Behind my child, I, I have no understanding. I have no brain cells. I'm stuck on stupid, whatever you want to call it, because I turn any city into a war zone. I will lay any city out behind my daughter. See, because that's my child. I will slap your mama behind my child. But if we took the time to build, pour, grow, maintain ourselves... We can make the better the world just a better place day by day. Day by day. And it starts with unconditionally loving yourself in all aspects. You have to become better. You have to settle down and love yourself. Understand that you are not perfect. But you're perfect. And a lot of people say it, but I don't think they grasp the concept. You are who you are. And you are beautiful, you are loved, you are smart, you are talented, you are an amazing person. And it gets hard sometimes, but you are you and you are perfect. And you'll never be in, you'll never be too much for the right people. They might get tired of your bullshit, but you'll never be too much for the right people. It's all about growing and progressing. How can we grow? How can we progress? How can we do better than we did yesterday? And I think that's important. I think that's the mindset that we have to have. How can I love myself more today than I did yesterday? How can I change the world more than what I did yesterday? How can I help somebody else? Like sometimes I scroll Twitter and people be like, I'm having a bad day. And I'll just tweet to them. I say, I hope it gets better. May not even know them, but I hope it gets better. Just like I'll see somebody sharing good news and I'll be like, congratulations. I'm proud of you because I am. You worked hard and you achieved something and you're sharing it with me. Don't be afraid to pour into people. See, when you stop taking that haterism out your system, bro, the world changes. The world changes, but unconditional love is the power of it all. Your faith, your beliefs, and love will move the world. And the thing is, everybody has a different version of it. But we have to come back. We have to come back, and we have to work on ourselves before we can go work on somebody else. We have to love ourselves enough to know that we got to be the best that we put forward. See, and you want to know how that ties together? Because... 
because I love my daughter unconditionally and I want her to have all these things that I didn't have and I want her to be loved over. I want her cup to run over with blessings. I'm working on myself to make sure that that is possible because when you love somebody, you want to be the best version of you to help them. So when you unconditionally love somebody else, in turn, you unconditionally love yourself, but you just have to focus. You have to sit down and have that come to Jesus meeting, so to speak, that revelation, that whoosa moment, right? But do it because you'll find out so much about yourself. When you love somebody, when you truly love somebody, it's beautiful. And when you love somebody, make sure that you love yourself first. Make sure that what you do in life is just as important because that life that you change, that person that you touch, that that conversation that you have might spark the creativity in somebody else. And you never know. Reach one, teach one. Protect your garden. Legacies be better today than you were yesterday. And watch what the world shows you. I'm it. That's it. I'm out. I have nothing left to say. I have nothing else to say. But definitely, definitely understand that everything that you do, do it with a clear heart and a clear mind. Because that's the only way the world's going to change. And that's the only way you're going to be who you really want to be in life. Is by investing and loving yourself unconditionally. So until next time, Legacies, I'm out of here. It was nice talking to y'all. I appreciate y'all for listening. Don't forget to like, share, comment. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the True Legacy Podcast. Also follow my clothing line, NKE Clothing, on Instagram. And we're also on Facebook at No Known Enemies Clothing. Make sure you follow us, like us, and support. Summer 21, we coming.